Welcome to A Dark Turn, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Kevin Deutsch. Here on the show, our goal is to take you deep inside the world of criminals and criminality and to illuminate the most disturbing parts of American society, especially those where violence and psychopathy collide with the American ideal. Typically on our show, we have uh, guests who have written true crime books, particularly literary true crime. Um, I try to interview authors whose work I enjoy and illuminates uh, some aspect of American criminal um, storytelling that is undercovered or fascinates me in some way, which I think adds to the uh, um, uh, culture and conversation surrounding uh, true crime, storytelling, uh, journalism, uh, and literature uh, in America. Um, I think it's uh, true crime and particularly beautifully written literary true crime stories can uh, illuminate uh, American society and, and, and strains and stories and themes in, in this fascinating country in ways that uh, uh, perhaps some other forms of, of uh literary storytelling uh, can't quite achieve. I think cr criminality and criminals uh, are pr and the criminal mentality uh, and what drives people to criminality, these are all themes through which uh, we, can, that we, we can use as a prism through which to view the larger society. Uh, cities, uh, towns, government, neighborhoods, business, drugs, art, literature, uh, um, all of these things can be viewed through the prism of true crime stories and really illuminate our society in ways um, uh, perhaps a novel uh, can't. Uh, although, of course, there are some wonderful novels that deal with crime and are, are based on uh, true criminal events uh, and crimes. Um, all of which is, is to say, um, those are some of the main themes and some of the reasons of, of the show and some of the, the reasons that we like to interview true crime authors on this show. Uh, we also occasionally like to look at crimes themselves. Um, uh, for example, we've looked at the, what, I, what I believe to be the murder of a man named Paul Bush who, was, uh, who fell to his death in Budapest several years ago and which the Hungarian police uh, refused to uh, uh, investigate as a homicide and declared it an accident. We've also taken a close look in several episodes at the Bocamal murders, uh, a series of unsolved uh, killings and abductions in Boca Raton, Florida, which I've spent uh, uh, the last 13 years investigating. Um, and uh, March 23rd is going to be uh, the uh, um, the anniversary of the first murder in that case, the Randy Gorenberg murder. Uh, she was killed in on March twenty third, two thousand seven, um, and so it will be uh, fifteen years. Um, I think I said thirteen a minute ago. It'll be fifteen years uh, in March. So, uh, and this is a case that we still know so little about because uh, the Boca Raton Police Department and the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, who have uh, shared jurisdiction in this case because of the where the bodies were found in multiple cases have released very few documents in the case and with few documents I've uh, have been released I was able to uh, get our, my hands on exclusively and write about uh, during my time at Bronx Justice News um, but there's so much that's not uh, yet uh, been released and we're still looking for answers and justice for the women uh, and ch and child who were murdered uh, in and around the mall in 2007. Uh, this brings me to today's subject matter, 
which is a true crime that I think uh, sort of a, a, a series of, of true criminal events surrounding the conspiracy group QAnon. Uh, of course, we know QAnon uh, from various uh, uh, conspiracies involving Pizzagate uh, and various crimes, including uh, the insurrection at the Capitol, the, P- the siege of Pizzagate, uh, a number of QAnon believers have been linked to and charged in criminal events throughout the country. Uh, while a, while a conspiracy theory itself is not criminal, when it becomes when it leads people to uh, conduct criminal activity, such as uh, attacking the pizza, the, the the comet pizza in Washington D.C., uh, or to charge the Capitol in the belief that uh, there are congressional members, uh, um, you know. Uh, molesting children or overseeing some communist plot to uh, abuse and uh, uh, children and destroy the country uh, as part of a false conspiracy theory. Uh, of course, when, when it veers into criminal, that's when it becomes the interest of our show and, and also the interest of uh, obviously the Department of Justice and local police. So a number of QAnon followers and believers have been charged uh, for crimes across the country. And uh, Today, I want to talk about a case that is just really, uh, for lack of a better term, batshit crazy, uh, as many QAnon followers uh, seemingly are. Um, this story revolves around a South Texas butterfly sanctuary. Uh, it was closed, forced to close earlier this month after it became the target of QAnon conspiracy theorists. And uh, their online chatter and rhetoric and uh, fuel, this was fuel that was poured, uh, ignited by political officials as well. Um, All those conspiracy theories escalated into credible threats against the butterfly sanctuary and forced it to close. Um, This was the, this is the National Butterfly Center and it's located along the U.S. border in uh, in Mission, uh, Texas. And it's been the target of QAnon conspiracy theories uh, for, for a while now, uh, during the Trump administration as well, tying, trying to tie the butterfly sanctuary, falsely tying it to human trafficking. Uh, this is a specialty of the QAnon conspiracy theorists. They like to uh, take uh, innocuous or uh, businesses or centers and tie them to child trafficking. Uh, sort of when you think of the worst thing you could you could falsely portray someone as as a child trafficker or molester, and that's sort of what they do uh, falsely. And somehow this conspiracy theory, thank you, thanks to President Trump, former President Trump, and some of his political allies, and in Congress and beyond, um, have sort of uh, bolstered some of this uh, uh, conspiracism and led to uh, real, uh, real-world consequences, including um, attacks, uh, threats, um, crime, uh, and in this case, the closing of a beautiful uh, butterfly center that has been there to help these animals um, and now may not reopen. Uh, the National Butterfly Center is a, it's a 20-year-old uh, nature conservatory for wild butterflies. Um, there are, of course, no actual law enforcement investigations into the National Butterfly Center or anyone who's ever worked there for human trafficking. It's total poppycock bullshit. Uh, but, you know, QAnon believers believe that that's, that itself is part of the conspiracy and that law enforcement is in on it, <laughs> right? That's sort of the twisted circular logic of conspiracism uh, in the U- United States right now. 
Um, the center's executive director, Mariana Trevino-Wright, has said, quote, they tell these lies in a variety of forms through all of their channels to provoke stochastic terrorism. And that's really what it is. It's terrorism um, in a different variety than maybe we're used to describing terrorism in this country. But terrorism, nonetheless, uh, when you're forcing a, a nature center to close. Trevino Wright suspects, um, and she said this in the Texas Tribune, um, through which, for which I'm using as a source for this podcast, a uh, wonderful publication in Texas. She suspects the Butterfly Center attracted the QAnon conspiracist uh, attention because the center had filed a lawsuit against the Trump administration back in 2017, uh, the year he took office. Um, that's when Trump started talking about the border wall. Before, well, during his election, he started talking about building this border wall, only pieces, fragments of which were erected and which did absolutely nothing to stop any sort of illegal immigration or, or drug trafficking, which is, of course, what he, uh, the promises he made, uh, along with uh, justifying it based using uh, racist and anti uh, immigrant rhetoric. Um, the center argued that proposing that building Trump's wall back in 2017 in their lawsuit, they said that its construction would drive, uh, it might go through the center itself and destroy butterfly habitats. Uh, and the, the lawsuit actually five years later in 2022 is still active um, because uh, the wall activity uh, components of that plan uh, remain active in, in the government, even though uh, the administration has changed. There were certain things set in motion that are still that, via Trump's border wall plan that are still subject to litigation. And so the litigation remains active. Um, in 2019, a man named Brian Colfidge, uh, who uh, was a, a supporter of uh, Trump, uh, tweeted out false rumors accusing Trevino Wright of human trafficking. He was adhering to the false QAnon conspiracies, and he tweeted out uh, false statements about this, uh, this butterfly director, center director, uh, saying she was, she was involved in human trafficking, which was totally false. So the center sued him uh, and his organization, which was called We Build the Wall, uh, they sued her, sued him for defamation and disparagement. Um, Colfidge, uh, again, a conspiracy theorist, uh, was indicted in 2020 uh, over allegedly uh, taking funds uh, that We Build the Wall received and using them for personal expenses. Again, a crime uh, linked to someone involved in QAnon. Um, so after that, the harassment didn't cease, though. Uh, Trevino Wright... Uh, was threatened over the phone, on Twitter, on social media, through her email. Uh, she told the Texas Tribune, there's no way really to navigate it. You get at each day and you hope for the best and deal with whatever the day throws at you. Many of those days for the last three years have been pretty rough, and some of them downright terrible. Uh, the harassment that the center faced uh, escalated in January of this year, uh, thanks to Kimberly Lowe, uh, a QAnon adherent and a right-wing congressional candidate from Virginia. She visited the Butterfly Center and demanded it give her access uh, to the river uh, that, that, uh, that runs through part of the property, quote, so that she could, quote, see all the illegals crossing on the raft, end quote. <laughs> I'm laughing uh, because it's insane. 
but it's also something that millions of Americans believe, and it's uh, part of how uh, the country has become so divided and how truth in this country has eroded to the point where we have millions of people believing uh, 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 baseless conspiracy theories and harmful conspiracy theories that are extremely damaging, not just to individuals, but to institutions like the Butterfly Center without any evidence at all and clearly untrue. Uh, but somehow believing them because uh, they align somehow with their hatred of a particular group or political belief system. Um, Trevino Wright said that when Lowe visited the center, uh, she tackled her when she asked Lowe to leave the premises. Um, la- uh, earlier this month, uh, things escalated again when the Butterfly Center closed um, during something called the We Stand America Border Security Rally. Um, uh, the uh, uh, former state representative, Aaron Pena, had told Trevino Wright uh, that the center could be a target during that rally and that, quote, she should, quote, be armed at all times or out of town. Um, And that's the sort of overheated, uh, hateful rhetoric, uh, militant rhetoric that QAnon uh, adherents and also uh, many of whom uh, were part of the storming of the Capitol on January 6th engage in, and which have led to real dire consequences and crimes in America. Um, now, attendees of that rally, that uh, uh, We Stand America border rally, were largely composed of Trump supporters, and they didn't stop at the Butterfly Center. Um, they also uh, 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 repeated uh, false claims on Twitter uh, about the Butterfly Center engaging sex trafficking. So they were linking sex trafficking to immigration. uh, And that's something that QAnon specializes in. um, And also something that President Trump has refused to condemn. And President Trump benefits from this conspiracy because millions of its adherents vote for him and give him money uh, in advance of what could be another potential presidential run in 2024. Uh, There are also a number of congressional members and candidates who traffic in these conspiracies, including the anti-Semitic uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, returning to the sanctuary now, um, it closed again uh, permanently, perhaps, earlier this month um, due to safety concerns for its staff and members of the public who go there to enjoy and learn about butterflies. Um, as I mentioned earlier, these false traffic trafficking and, and sex abuse rumors uh, around the center are an echo of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory that took hold in 2016. Um, that one centered a lot much on Henry, uh, Hillary Clinton, and it claimed that the, this pizza restaurant, Comet Pizza in D.C., was the site of a child abuse ring led by uh, Mrs. Clinton, uh, and uh, that led a, a, Q, a QAnon adherent to come to the pizzeria, which is just a regular pizzeria, not a sex trafficking den. Um, and he uh, uh, went to this pizzeria and fired a gun at the restaurant based on this false, uh, insane information. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as many of you know, I'm a journalist. I've written two books. I've covered crime uh, for uh, 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 a number of newspapers and magazines for the last 19 years. Uh, I work as a local news journalist here in South Florida for... A, a, a chain of award-winning local news sites. I write books. I have a podcast. I work on TV and film production. I'm a journalist. 
Uh, and so I have a, um, uh, I maintain a um, balance in my coverage. I maintain a, a, a sense of fairness uh, and equality in my coverage. Um, and what is usually a sense of dispassionate ob observation in my journalistic coverage. However, uh, with something like QAnon and the just uh, absolutely bonkers conspiracy theories with no basis in reality and are that are clearly uh, not uh, argued in good faith, when it comes to something like this, I uh, have no interest in objectivity and don't need to be objective because this is a threat to our democracy. And if our democracy falls, uh, then there is no journalism. And so my job uh, won't exist anymore. And so it's important to me that I drop that objectivity when I start talk about something as dangerous and stupid uh, as QAnon and the people who follow it. Um, and I, I know when I say stupid, I, I mean specifically uh, their, their beliefs regarding QAnon. I think that the people who have bought into this conspiracy theory um, are in many, in, in many ways uh, are good people. They're good people who've been misled and this has made them uh, uh, engage in bad behavior and thought that is cruel and, and speech that is cruel and, um, and defamatory and damaging to our democracy. So um, when only, I only use stupid in the sense, I only use the word stupid in the sense that to believe such a conspiracy is stupid and dangerous. Um, but that doesn't mean that these people are beyond helping. Um, QAnon is a cult. There are cult, there are cult deprogrammers out there. And the way to deal with this sort of conspiracy is to have a massive cult deprogramming. And that's going to take a lot of work. And I don't know if we could ever get there, uh, but it is possible. Um, QAnon is a conspiracy that has flooded mainstream social networks like Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and, um, they were, uh, as I've mentioned, among the mob of Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol. Uh, the FBI itself has identified QAnon as a domestic terrorism threat. Uh, and of course, QAnon has been a target of uh, Mr. Trump and his follow. Uh, the FBI has been a target of Mr. Trump and his followers. And QAnon has bought into that uh, strain of the conspiracy as well. Um, the Butterfly uh, Conservatory, uh, of course, although it's facing these absurd rumors, it's had really uh, um, uh, serious real-world consequences, and it's closed until uh, further notice. Um, Jeff Jeffrey Glassberg, who's the president of the North American Butterfly Association, which runs the Butterfly Center, uh, said in a statement recently that, quote, disruption caused by false and defamatory attacks directed by political uh, operatives end quote, have closed the center. And again, he used the language political operatives because political operatives are uh, trafficking in these rumors, uh, pouring fan on the flames of these uh, ignorant QAnon followers. And uh, political operatives are using these conspiracies to make money, to create um, anger and to move audiences and activate voters who vote for right-wing candidates and donate to right-wing causes. And it's terrifying and it's, and it's all too real. Um, the sanctuary uh, is such a beautiful place. Uh, it's home to over 200 species of butterfly. It's also home to bobcats, coyotes, tortoises, armadillos, all these beautiful animals that in many cases are face facing existential threats due to human development, global warming, changes in environment, deforestation, et cetera. 
Um, the center has attracted 35,000 visitors a year, including thousands of kids. Um, and, and so it's a real loss uh, for, for people to not have that center right now. And we don't know um, when it's going to be back up. Um, so uh, just to wrap things up here, I wanted to, to, to do an episode about the Butterfly Center and the QAnon threats because it's a real threat and danger to our democracy. Um, and I encourage my listeners um, and anyone who's interested in preserving our democracy that when you hear about these conspiracy theories, when you hear someone peddling these conspiracies, um, tell them they're wrong. Uh, tell them that's not true. And I'm not saying be confrontational. I'm not saying be aggressive. I'm just saying speak up when you hear something that is dangerous and untrue. Um, for me, uh, the QAnon theory, uh, conspiracies are particularly de destructive um, for all the reasons that I've listed here, but also because they peddle in, in uh, ancient anti-Semitic conspiracy theories surrounding a powerful secret cabal of people who run the country and are destroying it. And for thousands of years, for anti-Semites, that cabal, that, that, that argument has been made against Jews, right? That's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. QAnon basically just took that anti-Semitic conspiracy theory and adopted it for the 21st century. And, um, you know, we know that history repeats itself and it's repeating itself again. And so it's incumbent upon us, um, all of us who believe in democracy and truth, to speak up when we hear these non nonsensical but highly dangerous conspiracy theories being touted. Um, and, uh, you know, whether it's through a, a criminal uh, a prosecution or democratic debates, we have to find ways to counter this sort of dangerous ideology. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, this is a dark turn, part of the global, the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Kevin Deutsch. Uh, if you want to learn more about my work, you can go to Amazon and Google and uh, type in my name, Kevin Deutsch. My two books are true crime books. One is The Triangle, A Year on the Ground with New York's Bloods and Crips. The other is Pill City, How Two Honor Roll Students Foiled the Feds and Built a Drug Empire. You can also find my work on kevindeutsch.us. Uh, and on talk media, um, I cover crime and local news for Tamarack Talk, Parkland Talk, and Carl Springs Talk. We're a local award-winning news chain in North Broward County. Uh, you can also reach me anytime at, uh, on social media at, at Pill City Book or uh, on Facebook at Kevin Deutsch True Crime Author. We still also have a Dark Turn podcast Facebook page. And of course, you can always Google uh, or Facebook authors on the air for, for a full list of our uh, podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I wish you well.